Hey everybody and hey to nobody. This is Cassie D of Cards and Conversation. Cassie Derwin on Facebook, YouTube, IG, here on Anchor. And um, welcome to my morning tea. Um, it is February. I mean, listen to me. It is Friday. <laughs> Excuse me. September the 11th, 2020. And um, I always reflect in the morning. So I know what I was doing on this day many years ago. But I'm going to go back to when um, the Twin Towers came down. I was working at the hospital. And medical records, health information. I was the outpatient clerk. And I worked with um, the transcriptionist. Well, I worked with the whole hospital. Because I worked with the entire hospital. I really did. I went and got their outpatient um, charts and logged them in and all of that. But I now know I always took the stairs. And I didn't know why. But I realized I've been on this journey my whole life. So when people ask uh, so how long you been doing this my whole life? Because I'm piecing it together. I really am. And I can remember our, um, the hospital right across the street was a bank. And I would always take the stairs because I was um, exercising a lot. I want to say this was 98, 99. I had started um I moved back to Pontiac. So this was like, what, 2001 when the Twin Towers came down. I was at the hospital. I think I started there in 2000. But I would walk the stairs and I could feel the spirits. But I wasn't afraid. Yeah, though I walked through the valley of shadow of death, I fear. Anyway. And I would go to work really early so I could get off early. And um, walking the stairs one morning, it took me up to what would be the 13th floor. I think that hospital stopped at the 13th floor. That was the engineering floors, but you could only go as far as 11. And I went to 11 one day, one morning, dust, still dark outside. Because these lights on this bank was calling me. You can see them from, it's like one of the tallest buildings in our city. And I went up there and I looked across. And it was Chief Pontiac. The Indian Chief of Pontiac. And it was, it's it's eagles up there. It's other um, Indian warriors up there. It's something to see. You really have to see it. It is so overlooked, but I was gifted that, and I'm being reminded of that today. You have to fly high like the eagle and look above things to get to get to the gift. So I really um, haven't been as consistent as I want to be with my podcast. So today um, I had to do it. I have to keep going. I have to give the message this way. Yes, I have to um, reflect and show my videos because the message is um, timeless. 
but I also have to do the podcast because um, all of a sudden Sandra Bland just comes to mind. You can watch Sandra Bland still. Her energy is not gone. She was the sacrifice. Know that there are sacrifices. Jesus is not the only sacrifice. (laughs) And I know I talk about Jesus a lot because um, this is my journey. I am not a Christian, but I do understand the teachings a little bit better now. So knowing what I was taught will help me to understand me. And then that will help me to assist others. So this is the morning tea, so you know I just talk. So I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking about 9-11. I was in the hospital, and we were, we had turned on the TV in the back room. I was helping um, put papers, files in the charts from the doctors and from the transcriptionists on the emergency room side the um emergency and the outpatient side of things excuse me or the inpatient side of things sorry and i watched it it didn't even seem real it seemed as if though i was watching a movie uh like uh when i was a kid and i would be watching um Godzilla. I never liked seeing stuff like that. I didn't watch horrible things. And now I understand why. Because I could feel everything. So the things that my eyes saw, I would feel them. And I was too young to understand or didn't have discernment that some things are fiction and some things are factual. Well, on this day, 9-11... 2001 it was factual it was it was factual and um i'm watching these planes go into these buildings with people in them and now as i reflect i can hear the screams i can hear the panic I could feel everything in the hospital, everyone in the hospital that was watching this at the same time. Now my military kicks in because now the country is on alert. We are on alert. We are being attacked. We are on the other end of the spectrum. Most times we are attacked. So now we feel completely violated. (laughs) You know... You can dish it out, but can you take it? Not always. So I was in awe. The hospital had to keep going. I know that it was going to be a different air. I know that everything is going to be different. But because I've always looked at clouds and painted pictures with the clouds is what I call it. I could see faces in those clouds when those buildings were hit. I really could. I could see um, I seen war. I seen I seen horses. I actually seen 
like somebody was on a horse. Like um, when you think about Greek and Roman mythology and you see a chariot, I, I saw that. I, I truly saw that. But I just look at life now um, differently. And what I'm realizing, people don't want you to change. People don't want you to, there's going to be obstacles um, in order to grow. Some things are no longer needed. And there are going to be casualties of war. Um, And it is up to us, the ones that are left behind, to tell the story of those that are lost as casualties of war to continue to keep them alive. We have to keep going. We have to keep telling the story. And for some reason, all of a sudden, I sense my dad telling me I'm so petty. I'm still working on that. But I do like to reflect. I I really do like to reflect. But I'm a... um, I'm a season when I reflect, cause sometimes my reflection. But at the same time, I gotta be obedient to spirit, and spirit tell me to give it. I have to give it. Maybe they need to reflect. Maybe they don't realize what they gave and what somebody else is holding on to. Okay, get past that real quick. <clears throat> we have to keep going. That's what it is today. We have to keep going. But we have to move forward in love for self. This is all about learning you and what is inside of you and the gift that you have. Some of us are gifted to be infamous. We just are famous. We just are. We don't try to be famous um, because in a past life, We was even more famous. That's what people don't realize. If you have some fame now, I can see that you were so much more famous in another life. And because of maybe a tragedy, you're trying to hide it. Some people you can hide from and some people you can't. But this is the part. Um, Some people just don't want you to be famous. They can't handle it. And rather than looking at their self and working on them, they focus on you and how to... Okay, Tanya Hardy. That's just what came up. That just came up real quick. She had her own fame coming about. Think about where she was in order to do what she did. I can't even remember the other chick's name. I just could see her face uh, crying. But that thing, that evil green-eyed thing, jealousy, uh, not don't, what it is, when people lash out like that, what it is is they don't believe in their own magic 
and they see an opponent and rather taking the um not taking their that energy because that is very powerful that is some powerful energy that would drive you to inflict pain and wish harm upon another person because you feel they may be competition so Tanya Harding is the perfect example I can't even remember the other chick's name nor do I want to look it up because I want it to come to me authentically I want because I know it's in my head somewhere so that's how I test my intuition and test uh, recall and all of that. I don't always look up things. I allow spirit to recall them to me. So that's why. That's a way for you to work on your intuition and do recall exercises with yourself. Because you can learn it from somebody else, but we were gifted as a small child how to work with our senses. They taught us that. Now they call it your clairs. Whatever. Um, but some people just don't have it in them to work on themselves. So they put it outside of themselves. It's always in you. Focus is you. Keep your eye on the prize. The prize is you. That's why Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Whoever else you want to, uh, Rosa Parks, whoever else you want to remember as a sacrifice, they kept their eye on their prize. On them, what the spirits were telling them, and that's what we have to do. And that's why you don't, you don't get distracted. Um, a lot of my prices and most of my prices... If you was to look back, uh, these been my prices forever. It was just tied to another part of my life. And when I realized that, that's why those numbers were given to me. Those are the numbers that I use. I just do something different with those same numbers. Because um, in numerology, numbers are tied to the divine. So I use numbers. And when someone comes along and try to change my numbers, I'm like, no, that's not what it is. But if I say yes, and you don't take this, take the offer, that lets me know you can do what I say in that sense. The suggested, you know. But sometimes people... Are just very curious. I wish they would take that energy of curiosity and place it upon what if the things I dream of I create. That's what people most people forget. The things that you dream of you create and don't take your eye off of the prize which is you. Don't take your energy because it's okay say you I don't like you oh I don't like you I'm gonna take all my energy and not liking you and throw it at you to cause you some problems but I know you don't like me so as you throw the energy I catch it I've already put a cloak of protection over it 
Um, so before it tunnels in to me, uh, they were rearranging it. Because you know things can be arranged, rearranged. Think about, uh, what was it, Sleeping Beauty? Remember Sleeping Beauty? The little fairies had to give her a gift. And uh, the witch came in and cursed it before they gave their gifts. So, you know, you, you your energy can be turned into something else through balance. It doesn't always have to be wicked because it depends on how it's received. Do you understand that? You can throw something at someone and you can put the most ugliest thing on it but if they know it's coming they can catch it and use it mental you know the swords that's your mental ability they can cut the shit out but they can also utilize it as energy to manifest the things that they need to be manifested. So now your energy is combined with their energy. And you know how powerful you sent it. You know what you put into it. But if I take the mirror and start with me. And that energy. Because everybody ain't putting mirrors up to return it to you. That real fucked up shit they are. But some of it they utilize in your energy. Okay, yeah, thank you, thank you. Now I know. And and when you send, um, never mind. Never mind. Let's get beyond that. The time told me that's it, ready to end that it was 18 minutes. That equals nine. Like 1800, that was the spirit of drunkness. Okay. Thank you. I, I, I received that. I just received that in that moment. Okay. Um, so, we have to keep going. Remember, I said that we have to keep going. So, um, getting back to 9-11. Also, on this day, 9-11... Holds the energy of um, 2001. That's three. I was manifesting things a lot. I went on a, even after the planes um, came down because I can remember being in the hospital. And I am not a very religious person. Never have been. But I worked with a couple of people that went to the church that my parents attended. And because my parents go to the church and I grew up in the church, people always want to make me a Christian. I ain't no Christian. But I do understand and read about Jesus. Okay. Well, the question was presented to me from a deaconess is, um, because I used to run in the morning. I used to run around the Silver Dome. And that's why the Silver Dome, uh, when it came down, it hurt my feelings. It really did because I have very fine memories of the Silver Dome being built and going to concerts and meeting people there and 
it was just like um, one of the the big things in my city, and um, that was dear to me anyway. And I used to run in the morning at the Silver Dome, and it was somebody out doing different things, approaching different people, being assholes early morning. And um, this was after the towers had came down. And uh, maybe a month later, I was, or two months later, I was going on a cruise. I had been planning a cruise. So I went on a cruise that year, which means I had to fly. And this woman asked me, what was I afraid? And I was like, I allow spirit to be with me everywhere I go. So I can't be afraid. She said, yeah, but it's some crazy folks. I, I said, but I believe in the one that has all the power there is. The omnipotent power there is. And I, I wasn't talking about Jesus. And then I shot the question. I was talking about his father, I guess, okay? Because <laughs> remember, Jesus is man manifested, manifested in the flesh, and so are we. So she was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I ain't going to be out there. And she said, is you still going on this cruise? And I said, mm-hmm. She said, honey, they is flying planes into buildings. I said, okay. I said, but you are a deaconess, so where is your faith? And some kind of way, we got on the subject of monkeys. And I do not know how we got on this subject, but we got on the subject of monkeys. And um, she said to me, after I had said, where is your faith? Well, you know how you see some people, this, yep, this is just how it went, because this is how this person would. She'd be all over the place. She said, you know how you see some, she said, yeah, but I got faith, but I got two eyes, too. I said, okay. And she said, you know how you, um, see some people and they look like different animals. I said, huh? She's saying, you know how you see some people and they look like spirits. So do you believe we come from uh, gorillas and monkeys? I do. And before I could answer, another person, another deaconess from another church, when a lot of church people work at the hospital, I guess. <laughs> it's funny that I don't say this. But um, she said, you can't say that. She said, you go to church and you represent a deaconess, meaning you have a role in the church. And we come from Adam and Eve is what we teach and what we believe. And she said, yeah, I know, but I know, but I know. But I know that people look like, and I just believe it some kind of way. Anyway, getting off that, her thing was, why would you get on a plane? Why I'm being guided to get on the plane? Because Spirit had something to show me. Not only that year was um, the Twin Towers went down, but that year Hurricane Michelle came through also. Because what's no longer needed has to be washed away. So I had to get on a plane and feel turbulence and all that. And then I had to get to Miami and see 
the water come all the way up to the hotel just just take the beach all the way and I'm just thinking about all this stuff and then get on the water and be with Michelle and uh because it lets me know that energy is just recycled and renamed these deities come through and we as humans give them another name Michelle is a water goddess the thunder goddess the storm goddess like into Oya for me and um as I just just heard that and comes through as thunder and storms and hurricanes and stuff <sighs> and man renames her Michelle but it was beautiful to see it is beautiful to allow spirit to guide you it truly is. Um, quit fighting it. You got to keep going. So, Janae Aiko. And I was so worried about saying her name wrong that I asked God I, I, or asked Spirit um, to send a spirit to work with my enunciation of things. To uh, that's why I used to love the Sybil, cause Sybil she put her little people in compartments or her little energies or her little personalities, which let me know she was looking and maybe not knowing her natal chart. So, um, I've been listening to her lately. I divine through music. I divine through many things. Um, and, and I like to look at, I like to look into things. So I divine by many things. Um, when I made colloidal silver, there is a dust at the bottom of my bottle. It is, um, silver dust or moon dust because silver is the moon's metal. And I realized I could read it. Um, I make different teas for sprays, and I made a spray the other day, and um, the water is brown, it's peppermint and thyme, but there is um, some sediment in it on top of the water. And I see an eagle, I see a totem pole, but at the top of the totem pole, there is an eagle. Oh, so see an owl in this. So I know it is about being being wise, but with the totem pole and the wisdom, it is about tracing back, uh, using the energy that surrounds you, depending on the city that you're in and how you manifest. And the other day I was reading somewhere, Mama Cass, uh, I was reading, uh, she had, I read one of her blogs from many years ago, and she started talking about divining with time, opposed to, I'm drawn to Mama Cass because some, something about her energy reminds me of the energy that I grew up with from my ancestors and my grandmothers and my great aunts and all of those, and just the words that she says, like light bread, light bread is wonder bread, for me anyway. Just some of the things she say, I, I just understand. But I was 
um, reading a blog that she had written, and it was talking about divining with time. And when I first started this, I was drawn to time more than I was drawn to the moon. Um, The moon came later on. Uh, I've always been drawn to the moon. I really have since a small child. But the... 1028. 11. So the high priestess is in the moon. I was drawn to the moon because of the energy of the goddess. But the time... I look at numbers all the time, so I'm drawn to time. And she was saying, you don't always have to wait for a moon cycle because time changes and you can use the energy of different things with the time. So saying that, we have to pay attention to the time and how we divine over things and the things that we use. So um, I had been looking at different things, but I had to know when it was time to use these different things and listening to different podcasts a brand new flavor in your ear. So then I remembered I had taken pictures. So I shared it. And I know that I'm going to start doing other stuff besides just reading cards. And maybe that's a part of my teaching also. But um, I am not to be an automatic reader is what I was gifted through a reading. They saw that in me. And now I'm beginning to see it in me. And I want to say thank you. Um, Thanks. I think that's about it. That was just my morning tea. If you're looking for me, just get in touch with me on Facebook, YouTube, IG, uh, Messenger. Um... I'm on Moco Space. I'm on probation on Moco Space because I have been sharing my Anchor podcast and it goes against their rules. So I got five days because I posted in five different places. I got reported. So people only report you when you're doing something, you know. So I guess people are paying attention now. So I just want to play a couple of... um, I just want y'all to listen to something. This is Cassie D. It is 9-11-2020. And the roads are open to a different way of doing things. But we have to keep going. So this is Cassie D. Saying peace. Oh,